0: Hi everyone, this is Planet on a Post-it Podcast and I'm Naomi Tucker, your host. Hi friends, how is everyone doing? Really happy to be able to come to you on this New Year's Eve episode of um, Planet on a Post-it. This time we're going to be discussing setting yourself up for the new year, Um, just a few helpful tips to get you started, to get you on the right track in 2020. But before we get started, I wanted to ask for you to um, definitely make sure you share this episode or share this um, podcast if you haven't already. Word of mouth goes very far. So if you feel that others can benefit from the podcast, please share them on your website or in your social media. Talk to them about it and um, get them to like it as well. Word of mouth goes very far and would love to be able to see this podcast continue to grow in 2020. Like I mentioned, today's video is just going to be about talking about the new year and how to best get yourself prepared for the new year. And I have a couple other announcements to make later in the podcast as well, so stay tuned for those. But as we look into the new year, it just seems like it symbolizes a fresh start. It is so convenient um, of a time to do things differently or start things new or take actions to live better or be a better person. Although it's reasonable this time of year to do something different, it really isn't the only time of year you can, can do things different. You can change things up throughout the year. And I feel like our podcast and Um, What we talk about here at Planet on a Post It is continually changing yourself as a leader and as a person and making things better. I think for those people that have been continually refining and reflecting on their lives and kind of resetting their paths, um, they are a little bit more carefree around this time. But for people that typically don't do that throughout the year, the new year it seems like a convenient time and it's a, it is their motivation to be able to uh, get things, uh, do things a little bit differently. So, But I would like to ask one question for you. Is the time of year your only motivation though for starting new things and doing something different? Take a moment really to come to terms with why you're doing what you're doing. Whether it be in your work or in your home or your personal life with your friends, we always should really know what the root cause is of why we want to change directions. I've written several blog posts on the new year, how to get ahead of it, prepare yourself for it, how to get through it. Perhaps a few of those I'll hyperlink for you. But this podcast, I really wanted to talk a little bit about motivation and what your motivation is. So what is your motivation? Um, Where do you get your motivation from? And those are some couple of questions that it might be useful for you to figure out. Sometimes our motivation comes through different areas. For example, perhaps you want to get healthier and the reason is is because you had some health complications and it was scary for you and you don't want to be in that position anymore. If so, you know, why were you scared? Really dig a little deeper into that. Um, And what the reason is for you to be your motivator because when we really come face to face with some of the things that motivate you it really helps that task or that change to definitely um, hold true through the new year. If the time of year is your motivation then sometimes as we go on through that time you know we get into February and we get into March all of a sudden we're just we're losing our motivation because you know what the whole euphoria around the holiday of the new year has, you know, is gone. So, therefore, we're just done. <laughs> we're no longer going to do those things anymore. But if you know what your that true motivator is, then that usually can help define your actions. So, definitely get uh, get ahead of that. Think about your motivation. Um, and if there is something that you can um Tie it to other than the new year. Let your motivation force be pure. And when you know that, then you can go for it. So wanted to talk a little bit about going into the new year clutter-free. So note, there are all types of clutter. There are physical clutters, meaning, you know, you have some papers maybe on the ground or, you know, your countertop maybe has some bills that you haven't taken care of you have that type of clutter but you also have clutter that goes on in your mind in your mind space and I feel like both of them do somewhat of a delicate dance I know definitely for me if my house is a little bit more cluttered then I am not able to think as clearly and when I'm able to get things a little bit more clean for some reason that makes me feel good in my mind so I really do feel like they definitely are you know they do a delicate dance and they're and they're related so if you do have a lot of clutter in your mind it can be very very hard to live you know a clutter-free life so hopefully this holiday season as things were slower for most of us we've been able to get our minds reset get our minds re in the proper way for the new year because let's face it sometimes we get so busy we have so much to do it really prevents us from slowing down and it's really hard to slow down have you ever had a time where you tried to slow down and you have tried to just be sit in nothingness <laughs> sit in no no type of No type of sounds going around at all. Sometimes it's hard to sit like that because your mind ends up focusing on those bills you have to do. That project you have to do for work. So these times definitely help to slow yourself down. To be able to reset your mind. To be able to slow it down to a point that you're able to get other worries off your plate. Off your mind. And you're able to think of things. Different areas That matter, and that's what's most important. So take an opportunity to do that in the next few days if you haven't already. Just sit with yourself, sit with yourself, and just think of um, and take those worries away, those to-do lists that you currently have, you know, and then see what comes up and bubbles up out of that. Whatever discoveries you have during this time, make sure to write them down so that you remember. Put them up somewhere so you can take action on them. Maybe formulate them in a to-do list. Maybe make them um, different inspirational statements to you so that it lets you know throughout the year of what is most important to you and to your well-being. And let those guide your path. The next thing I wanted to do is talk about getting your space right. So we just talked about having a mind clutter free space but let's talk about physical um, clutter and I just wanted to go in a little bit deeper here and just offer up some tips or words of words of wisdom or just things that I've learned. It can benefit you to have some structure about your home or just about your workspace and try to go through that with minimal clutter. Um, If there is a lot to work through it will always be on your mind. You'll always have a lot going on. For example, I really love post-it notes and sometimes throughout the busyness of my day, I can have a desk that's swimming with post-it notes. But it gets to the point where I can't keep it all together anymore with the post-it notes and I have to transfer those into a better formulated list, a better prioritized to-do list so that I can tackle some of those things. Same thing with like bills and other things at home, especially, you know, all my girls, I have so many permission slips, artwork, notes from the school, requests for fundraisers, you know, when those come through every day, um, it can be a little intimidating. But formulating a process and having a set location for those and a set action on how to action them every day and do it in a timely manner, that usually helps ensure that they're taken off my list. So. I guess the tips that I have for you is just really kind of identify the areas that you do have clutter and when you do identify that, try to get a process in order to handle those things that bog you down. If you do that, it can be very useful. And don't forget, some things you can definitely delegate. There are other, hopefully there, maybe there's other members of your household or maybe there's an automated system that you can go about um, reducing some of your clutter, especially in your email try to make use of some of those things, research a couple of those different um, resources to be able to help you. So in this season, definitely, like I said, think about what you want to, what you can do in order to basically um, make the areas of clutter in your life clutter free. And hopefully those tips are able to help you. I wanted to talk also about setting up your to-do list. So First off, I know um, many of you do operate off a to-do list, but if you don't, why aren't you? Please make sure you create them. They are so helpful to have different, different checklists. I think the most important thing about them is that you're actually writing down what's going on in your head. So if there are things that are going on in your head that you know you need to do, or maybe you have been told to handle a specific task, write it down do it in a to-do list now if it's something that people nowadays have digital to-do lists they have it integrated within their outlook they have a reminders within their iphone and there's different ways that you can go about doing that so if you're more of a digital and a more tech savvy person that you want to make sure that you have a digitized process to handle your to-do list go for it do it that way if you're a person that really likes to physically write things down and then check it off, do that. I typically err on the side of physically writing things down and crossing it off. There's something about writing it down that reinforces it to me. And um, and I digitize other things. But you definitely can get your own process with what works for you. Um, and, and make sure that you um, work on that. So when you are prioritizing or putting your to-do list together, there are a couple things that you want to make note of first thing is you want to make sure that you're prioritizing them. And I definitely like to lead by the example that Stephen Covey sets in um, the, I guess, important habits of successful people is making sure you do those in the order of most important to least important. The things that are the most important for you to handle first, handle those first. And the ones that are least important, you save those for like the end of the day. So, Make sure that you do it that way. Um, It may seem easy as you're going through your to-do list to tackle the easier things first, but you end up finding that you work every day, all day on the easy things, and then the big things end up causing you the most stress because you never get them done. So definitely in 2020, try to do those big things, those projects that you know you need to handle. Do those first, the most important things first before you move forward. And then finally, I just wanted to talk a little bit about optimizing our life. You know, all in all, we all want to get better, right? We want to be a better person, be a better leader. This time, during this time, kind of the new year and holiday, maybe you have a couple of days off, hopefully you do. um, It allows us the opportunity to reflect because it is kind of a slower time. But it also allows us to be able to find a way to make things better. It's just very important to do this. Um, I always love hearing the story of water. And I think that this, um, many people have brought this up. But I just, it always has, has really resonated with me and I have kept it with me. If you, you know, look at a body of water over time that really is stagnant and it isn't moving, Sometimes that body of water can become stagnant, it can be stinky, it can be moldy, and eventually it really isn't good. Water like that is something that you just do not want to drink, right? But if you've ever stopped by a fresh stream, a stream that's like moving and is working optimally within nature, it's very pure for you. It is good for you. We bottled fresh spring water, right? So this is how your life should be you really should want to do different things learn new things keep moving keep shaking keep um keep the I guess the stream of your life fresh and really optimize your life and be so that you can be alive to others so I would encourage you for in 2020 for us to to do that um continually to optimize your life. Find something to tweak, something to work on, whether it's, you know, um, being nicer, um, being more loving, um, being a better person in different ways. It doesn't always have to be changing your work and how you do things. It could be changing your behaviors too. So definitely try to test yourself with that in 2020. Um, but I hope you really enjoyed the episode. These are some of the things I wanted to go over today. I hope that you found them to be helpful to you. Give me feedback. Tell me if these work for you in the past or if you plan on trying them. Um, you know, I think I've presented some some ideas that maybe have been around before, you know. Um, but definitely let me know if they are helpful. Again, I would love it if you share these with others, what you think and um, make sure that they share it too it's all about word of mouth um, that will build this platform i'm really looking forward to 2020 and what 2020 brings Um, as you set your goals um, for 2020 i hope you consider joining me for a book club that will discuss these things for those of you that don't know We, um, I, you know, I have a book club that we do maybe every couple of months. We started this in 2020. Um, it did go really well and I'm really looking forward to continuing, sorry, we started it in 2019 and it really went well, but wanting to continue it in 2020 and we're going to jump into an oldie but goodie, um, book. Um, the book is Boundaries um, for Leaders by Henry Cloud. Many of you probably know about boundaries, the, the book Boundaries. And by Henry Cloud, and that's a world-renowned book, um, sold millions of copies. But this one's a little bit more tailored to leaders, um, which is what we do here at Planning on a Post-it, really focusing on leadership. So wanting to really delve deep into that book and really start to help um, us in terms of like what our goals are, what our results are going to be, and I'm hoping that this book really just kind of helps level set things for moving forward. Um, in 2020, so we're looking at um, February 12th is a Wednesday for this book. Um, definitely, if you haven't picked up a copy or you don't have it around, make sure you um, go out and get a copy of the book. I believe it's also an ebook, so you can get it um, in a digitized format as well in order to save you time and don't forget the power of audible or any type of like audio book make sure to download it that way if you don't have the time to actually read a physical book play it in your car every day and you know what come prepare for the conversation in february and we're really looking forward to that finally i do have some helpful articles that um that might be of use for you in the new year so one of them is Getting your workspace um, together for the new year, five ways to prepare your workspace for the new year. I did share some of those today, but this article definitely goes through some more detail for those of you that like to read. And then also, um, there has been another blog post about four actions you must take to prepare yourself in the new year. That article really goes through, um, you know, the Rework Your Work Life Worksheet that I have. And it goes through the four R's of balance. And you will really, um, really like that. Why don't you, I'll hyperlink that for you to take a scanner. And then you can also combine that with the Rework Your Work Life Worksheet. I did revamp it in late, um, late late this year. And um, it is available for you. It's a workbook and um, it can help you as you get through the remainder um just get through resetting yourself for 2020 so definitely take a look at that so as i'm stumbling over what my words here i feel like we're we're, we we have wrapped up again share this episode i really enjoyed coming to you on this new year's eve wishing you a happy new year and um the best in 2020 and just definitely looking forward to bringing you some more um episodes and amazing content here at planet on a post-it in 2020 so uh, cheers to the new year we will talk to you all soon bye